A plan to put protected bike lanes in North Park has drawn criticism from the community. The plan would remove street parking from the popular corridor and remove 420 parking spaces. Among the detractors are a group of disability advocates who say they've been left out of the conversation about how to alter mobility options for a greener future. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Andrea Lopez-Fiafana, you cover communities for the Union-Tribune, specifically in San Diego. And in North Park, there's ongoing controversy about putting a bike lane on 30th Street. Can you explain what this project is to change 30th Street? Basically, the city is considering installing fully protected bike lanes along Mm -hmm. 30th Street between Howard Avenue and Juniper Street, but the city is also considering extending all the way to Adams Street. Mm -hmm. Um, These fully protected bike lanes would remove, essentially, parking spaces along both sides of the street, and that's about 420 parking spaces, which... Um, Of course, anyone who's been to North Park knows that it's difficult to find parking around there. So there have been many concerns with um, the lack of parking that will be available as a result of this project. Mm -hmm. And can you describe these bike lanes? Uh, There were recently some installed downtown. Are these the same style? The option that was essentially selected by Mayor Kevin Faulkner, um, those are bike lanes that are protected by a barrier, essentially, be you know that be post or you mm-hmm. know whatever the design ends up being, um, but there would not be any kind of floating parking as you see in downtown. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it would just be um, two two lanes for traffic, a center lane in one part of the segment of the project, mm-hmm. and bike lanes on both sides. So first, um, can you give us a sense of who are the people that are in support of this plan and kind of what are the city's goal for creating it? People that are supporting this plan are mostly people in favor of increasing mobility and safety for cyclists. So you Mm -hmm. have a lot of um, bike advocates involved and just residents who live in the area who want to be able to ride their bikes down 30th and not be concerned with possibly getting injured because of traffic. Um, You also have business owners who believe that increasing mobility in the neighborhood would therefore maybe increase their business. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's certainly interesting. A couple of months ago, there was that interesting op-ed by that group of business leaders who were arguing for bike lanes, which is usually counter to what you normally hear. Right. And I mean, you also have a group of business leaders. Um, essentially on Monday, a three business groups, three business districts, mainly the Main Street Business Association, along mm-hmm. with three other business groups, um, came out and said, you know, we, we support bike lanes, but we would like the city to consider keeping at least some of the parking because, you know, maybe for breweries or restaurants, parking might not be that much of a concern because, mm-hmm. res- you know, um, because clients can park further away and walk and go to these restaurants. But for laundromats, let's say, or stores that require customers to carry, you know, heavy mm-hmm. things, um, obviously this poses a problem. Mm-hmm. So how is the city dealing with accessibility concerns in the area? 
Well, there definitely are a lot of concerns with regards to handicapped accessible parking spots in the neighborhood. The city has, through a conversion project, has Mm -hmm. transformed parking from parallel to angled parking um, in an effort to increase the level of parking in the neighborhood. But um, that also includes including handicapped accessible parking spaces. Usually it's there's a ratio, it's one one and twenty five regular spots, you would mm-hmm. include one accessible spot. But um, I imagine in the meantime, there's some controversy because when we saw downtown is it took maybe like two weeks to construct them when they started putting down, we first saw those green cross bikes and in intersections. Is that the same kind of time frame if this project goes forward that we expect in North Park where there will be this kind of weird middle zone for some time? You could say that. Um, as I mentioned, spots have already been included in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the city has added 21 additional handicap accessible parking spots in the neighborhood. Only six of those spots are actually in adjacent streets to 30th Street, which is you could say the heart of North Park. It's mm-hmm. the main corridor. Um, it connects to different neighborhoods. So they have increased the level around the neighborhood, but so far close to 30th Street, there's only six. So as as the city continues, you know, maybe installing the bike lanes, I'm sure there will be concern in certain areas that won't have as many accessible spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to see as the project moves forward. And there is some ongoing litigation. Could that potentially derail this entire project? There is a possibility. Um, the group that has filed the lawsuit, it's a group called Safe 30th Street Parking. They filed a lawsuit last week, and they argued that the bike lanes violated CEQA laws and mm-hmm. possibly violated a community plan. Um, so th- the group has said that they do intend on filing an injunction if the city moves forward with the project. Although um, I don't really see that happening, mm-hmm. but I guess we'll have to see. And what is the time frame on this anyway? The the project basically came along with the pipeline. The project came along with the installment of a new pipeline system in North Park. Mm-hmm. So I believe that is meant to be completed by 2020. So the city has some time to come up with designs, and as the pipeline is getting installed, then, you know, the bike lanes could come along. Mm-hmm. And this project comes at a time in which San Diego is really focused on having ways to increase density and get people to use multimodal transit is the dorky term to get people to use things other than cars. When speaking to people who live in North Park and other neighborhoods, is that message getting to them or is there still some confusion about what San Diego is trying to accomplish here? That message is definitely there, and you do have big groups and, as I mentioned, residents and bike advocates and along with business owners who do see this as something that could not only help the neighborhood but help San Diego in general with increasing mobility. Mm -hmm. And obviously changing a culture takes some time, but at the same time you do establish a framework so people can more safely bike or scoot anywhere. Right. That's true. And, you know, the city's going to have to address several concerns on all sides. There are, you know, there are individuals who don't want to see any parking removed. There are 
groups who want to see all the parking removed. But then you have this nice little group in the middle who is willing to come up with a compromise that makes up for the concerns that business owners have, residents have, as well as as well as accessibility concerns. Mm-hmm. And when constructing these plans for bike lanes and other transit modes, how are people who are differently abled included in this conversation? The people I've spoken to, um, disabled rights activists, it doesn't seem like they feel there's been a lot of outreach to community groups that focus on disabled rights and accessibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely there are laws in place, ADA laws that the city has to follow. The city has its own council policy on how many ADA spots they have to have. Um, but so far, it seems like a lot of the members of the disabled community you know, have a lot of concerns and a lot of them don't feel like they've been heard so far. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine that is rather frustrating if they have, you know, a large vehicle that needs more space to get a wheelchair in and out or something like that. Right. And one thing you have to consider as well, and from speaking with the individuals that I've interviewed, is that disability is different for different individuals. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're in a wheelchair, it's easier for you um, to to get from a further spot. Uh, But, you know, some people have mentioned that the parking structure in North Park would be a good option for individuals to park there, but that also has some problems for individuals with disabilities, the way that you have to pay for parking or if you have to go up the elevator. So just concerns. Every individual has different concerns. All right. Andrea Lopez-Iafania, thank you so much. Thank you. In other mobility news, San Diego State University is banning the use of nearly all motorized scooters bikes, roller skates, and hoverboards on campus. The ban was approved back in March, but it wasn't announced until Monday, a week before fall classes start. Attempting to ride a bird or a lime won't get you very far on campus. The school is geofenced off. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.